His Great House, the Home of Peace. Hello everyone, welcome to another fantastic episode of Peace on Delivery and this is episode 8. Very soon I'll run out of fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and today in the studio I have, as usual, not as usual, what I have in the studio with me, P.O. and P.B. Welcome guys. Thank you, Thank you for Thank being you. here today again. So my very favorite question was popping. Wait, wait, first and foremost, how did your birthday go? That was last week now. I am not saying how did it go. Well, it went how it went. You still didn't give me a birthday gift. She makes some other shout out. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Nice one. January 1st is coming. Mm, that's that's so... true. Both of them, both of you were born on January 1st. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now, so what's popping? How are you? How are you Good, doing? very well. Good. Wearing what you're wearing, wearing red. The audacity. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, all. You're good. Well. You're very good. Well. good. Men don't talk too much. Oh, no. <laughs> really, no juice, nothing funny, nothing interesting. I'm um, just good. Good. I'm, I'm excited to be here today. Okay. TV. Okay, so for me, one thing that excites me. Um, Whenever I have the opportunity to do my laundry, so excited. So. Laundry, yeah, yes. wash clothes yeah. with your hand. No, it's not the washing, it's the fact that you have clean clothes. The fact hours. that you've, you've washed it, that's oh. gone. It's gone. You understand? Oh, I like that too. <laughs> I don't like washing clothes, I don't like doing laundry, but I'm happy when I have clean clothes <laughs> and when the laundry basket is empty. How the clothes wants to do themselves, I don't know. But I like when my laundry basket is yeah, yeah, empty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not though, please. <laughs> Even though I'm 16. Oh, but I'm not. Yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. I trust that you all have had a fantastic day. How am I doing? I'm 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 helped of the Lord. <laughs> God is helping me. As always. As always. As always. That's what I can say at this time. <laughs> so today, uh, we are going to look at and talk about a very interesting something. Okay. <laughs> it's interesting because it's, a, it's very tricky. It's a tricky thing, you know. It's a very tricky thing. So we're talking about, um, how do we say this now? So God says do not judge, right? We're not allowed to judge people. But in the big not to judge people, is it okay that when you see your fellow believer doing going to the left to the left, <laughs> you know, doing things that they are not supposed to do, is it okay to call them out, correct them, um, air your opinion, or do you drink water and mind your business? That's what we're going to talk about. You know, it's very tricky because there's so many things, you know, around it. And in correcting, how do you correct? Because some people can be very judgy. You know, there are, there's a way you speak. Yeah. And you sound very judgy, like I'm yeah. judging you. I want you to know that I am judging you, but I'll still say my piece. Yeah. So how do we navigate that as believers? I think it's that <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do any mini and start with whoever. Yeah, but last time. It didn't work for me. Last time was to go to All right, PB. Okay, um, interesting as always. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Okay, so the scripture says, Thou shalt not judge, right? 
However, the scripture did not say that whenever you see something unpleasant, shut up and mm-hmm. drink water. Okay, so I, I think in um, the book of Romans, I'm not sure now, maybe 15, paraphrasing now, um, the scripture says that if you see maybe a brother or a brethren um, misbehaving, going the going Romans, south, 15. Romans 15 verse 1. Okay, thank you, Romans 15 1. So, scripture was like, you know, try to call the who person weak, yeah. to help. People who are weak, yeah. you that you are strong, try to, you know, strengthen the person. So, um, I want you to understand that whatever you keep quiet about, you know, in a way, your silence is an approval. Yeah. So, for instance, yeah. if I see a brother, um, let's let's paint a scenario now. I'm the choir master in the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know where that <laughs> scenario like, is going. going. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a brother, uh, maybe an usher. Now, you know, there's something about choir and usher. There's a brother in the ushering unit, and the brother is seeing the sister in the choir, and they are having some, you know, some okay. interesting, you know, yeah. handlings and all. So, if I am privy to that information, I mean, my first responsibility is not, of course, to judge them that, yeah. guys, you, I see now you are, mm-hmm. you know, so um, I, I understand that um, the scripture is also telling us about Paul, Paul saying that the things he wanted to do, he could not do them, the things he, he did not want to do, he just found himself doing them. So the truth is that we are all growing mm-hmm. as believers yeah. and we, we are growing into perfection. So if I see that kind of thing and I keep quiet about it, then it means I've approved it. So whatever I, whatever I keep quiet about, I've approved it. So if, if it is happening, I should not I should not blame them. Yeah. And the scripture also says that, or maybe not the scripture now. There's a popular saying that if you don't train them, don't, don't blame them. them. All right. So we need to now um, learn the act of correcting in love. Yeah. You know. So there is this popular scripture also of Jesus Christ and the woman who was accused of sin. People wanted to stone her badly, yeah. and Jesus was just there. And you know, the scripture said he was just writing on the ground, and people were like, See this woman, you need to do this, you need to do that. But then he didn't, he didn't respond. So uh, I feel that the way Jesus Christ went about correcting the woman is a scriptural way to um, correct people when you um, see people doing things that are not supposed to, yeah. supposed to be done. Yeah. All right, Phil. All right, so I think that um, it, when people are doing what is wrong, your first approach should not be to be judgmental. Yeah. That in itself shows that something is wrong with you. Of mm-hmm. course. When your first approach, your first response to people doing things is to judge them. No. I know that believers, as believers, we can judge. Uh, the Bible said, in the, I think in the book of 1 Corinthians 15, it said that the spiritual man can judge all things but cannot be judged by anyone except God. That's integrity. So, I know that as believers, like you were saying, that when you see things going wrong, you have to speak about it. Yeah. You, know, you cannot just keep quiet. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's in itself is approval that um, what they are doing is right. So, you have to speak about it, but you have to also address things in love. Yeah. You have to be... That's why I say your first response to judging is, is is not the right way. So as a believer, first and foremost, our love work, we must continue to grow in our love work. Mm-hmm. So that everything we do proceeds out of our love work. 
Yeah. You know. So because even if you are you are seeing what is wrong and you want to correct someone, the love, the love, the nature of love within you would guide you mm-hmm. on how to go about such correction. Yeah. So you need not telling somebody you are, what you are doing is wrong, you are this, you are yeah. that. You should not even make people feel less of themselves in the first place. Right? So you see Jesus talking to the to that woman that committed adultery, he was like uh, Go and sin no more. Don't do this again. He didn't try. He didn't. He didn't make her feel less of who she is. Do you understand? So, if people are doing what is wrong, your response should come from a place of love, and never make. Even if you are correcting anybody, never make them feel less yeah. of themselves. Don't take them to that error. You know, take them out of that error. So you let them know. Okay. Um. So, for example, now, okay. Um. Jesus said, I'm, I don't condemn you. Right? Who are, who are, your, who are the people that, who are people that are condemning you? you? Said they've gone. So she said they've gone. Okay, so I don't condemn you. But go and sin no more. Yeah. So he addressed the issue, not the person. Do you understand? So he separated it. Okay, who are, who are the people that are condemning you? They've gone. Mm-hmm. That means in the, in the, in the, in that of the person, I too don't condemn you. Yeah. But go and sin no, no more. more. So go and don't do that thing again. So that means that don't sin again. You, your body, as a person, I love you. Yeah. Do you understand? So, if people are doing what is wrong around you, it's your responsibility to speak about it, but speak out of love. Mm-hmm. I think I'll just uh, stop there for now. Hmm. That's that's actually a very, a very good one. Um, address the issue, not the person. Yeah. Because the truth is, um, sometimes, again, we are human. We are natural we are natural beings, and we are supernatural beings. I'm always trying to be careful not to rope myself. Now, we, we are in the natural. Let me just say it that way. We are flesh and blood that operate in the supernatural. And like I said in the previous episode, because we are natural beings, we also have to deal with natural things. And um, we have the help of the Holy Spirit to help us overcome those natural things. So it is natural to make mistakes. Right, for people to make mistakes, for people to do things that you wouldn't expect them to do, for people to go out of line sometimes, right? So when when you hear certain things or people do certain things and you feel the need to correct or to talk to them, it's it's one thing to there's speaking and then there's your body language, mm-hmm. your expression, your facial expression. Yeah. You know, personally. Facial expressions and body language is something that I am still working on, if I'm being honest. Because my facial expression is independent of what is coming out of my mouth sometimes. So you have to be conscious of how you are. Uh, your correction doesn't just come with what you're saying. It comes with your expression, your body language, you know, how you're receiving them, right? And you also have to understand that when people do things, they are not their actions, yeah. Right. They are not their actions. Yeah. People make mistakes. Even you, you, you make mistakes. You, you make mistakes. You do so sometimes when you want to, when you are tempted to judge a person. Ah, why did that person do that now? Why would you go to Brother Simon's house and all of those all of those things? You know, ask yourself, look at yourself and ask yourself, okay, if I were in these shoes, if this was me, how would I want to be corrected? How would I want to be approached? How would I want to be talked to? Because people have moments of vulnerability. You know, the devil is just a strategist, like I always say. 
people have their moments of vulnerability that he takes advantage of, but we just have the Holy Spirit helping us do all of these things. Now, talking about judging people, there's also the aspect of judging oneself, right? You, you see a believer who is growing. I mean, we are all growing. All believers are growing in your walk with God. And one day, you just make a mistake and just sleep and just maybe go back to a habit that you've left or just commit a sinful act that, you know, you shouldn't. And then there's that place of guilt, self-judgment, mm-hmm. thinking that you're a sinner. You know, I think we need to address that issue of being a sinner because I believe there are many believers who don't understand the concept of separating, committing sinful acts from yeah. being a sinner because believers are not, we are not sinners. Yeah. It yeah. is not, we are not sinners. So there's a difference. So we need to address that because a lot of people deal with self-judgment, self-guilt, and then when they now commit that sinful act, they tend to have a relapse, you know, wallow in that guilt, continue to commit that sin, and it just becomes a whole, you know, spiral. Let's just talk about that for a bit. Okay. Uh, I think that um, you mentioned something that sort of sparked something I wanted to say. Um, maybe about facial expression. So yeah. I'll come back to address. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so there's a statistic that says that um, the words you speak, the percentage of the communication the person is receiving is not as much as your body language. Yes. In fact, your body language carries higher percentage yes. of your communication yes. than the words coming out of your mouth. So I think in in addressing that, um, you know, um, it's not about just speaking words. It's also about how you how you um, portray the yeah. communication. All right. So I think I should just mention that. Um, then coming back to the question on forgotten the question. Self judgment. <laughs> self judgment. Okay. Self judgment. Yeah. All right. So I mean, we found maybe some of us. We are all growing. Yeah, so we must have found ourselves at yeah. this kind of um, state at one point in time or the other so you sort of feel that you have outgrown some things and all of a sudden you just find and yourself and it. yeah there's that tendency of wanting to be like ah god i've done this thing again and you know maybe it's stealing okay so let me just make example so maybe you you've stolen before in the past and probably even stole for a very good reason I mean, you are hungry and you store. I mean, when we're in the university, <laughs> we're hungry. We we'll go to my, myself and my friend. We we'll go to uh, uh. <laughs> we we'll go to a farm. There was a farm at the back of our house, and I hope they are watching you. Anyway, not on the farm. They will not watch you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. So I, I remember that they were very hungry, no food, we've not eaten for like days, and we just saw this ripe purple. Oh mm-hmm. my god. So we plugged the purple and we, we massacred it and you know <laughs> in the morning we had the purple afternoon we had the purple. How many purples so did like, you steal? <laughs> we stole a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, interestingly. We had a very good reason to steal. Mm. I mean, we, we saw the purple there. It was not like the owner wrote, this is my purple. Mm-hmm. We were even giving ourselves a very good reason, reason that, no, purple. this thing probably grew by, by itself. itself. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's not within our compound. Yeah. So in a way, we didn't get the permission to block. Okay. So we, in a way, have committed sin. Like Pastor Fels would say, technically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, 
but then it's 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 not about you now relaxing when you have gotten to that stage. Understand that what you have done is wrong. So the first mm-hmm. the first um, stage of getting out of self guilt is first acknowledging that you have actually yes. done wrong. So. I know many of us want to put up defenses. Mm-hmm. I know there are good. There always be very good reasons to do things that are wrong. Yep. So first, acknowledging that you have done something wrong, and number two, try as much as possible to open up. Yeah. All right. So this the strength of any iniquity is in the secrecy yes. and the privacy. So opening up is like you putting yourself out there, yeah. and you know, um, people are, people will be able to watch out for you, look out for you, and so that's the way to just overcome yeah. self guilt. See that opening up, hmm. very very important stuff. But yeah, before I speak, first of all. All right. So before you develop a shared conscience, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, we were talking about opening up, um, acknowledging your sin, acknowledging what you've done wrong. So, but I think that you also should not get to that point where you develop a shared conscience. So yeah. when you do something wrong, and um, you do not acknowledge that you've done something wrong, mm-hmm. then over time, as far when you do that thing, you feel a sense of guilt. Yeah. Like, what have I done? Second time, what have I done? God forgive me. Before you know it, it becomes a habit. You don't feel yeah. any sense of guilt that becomes a habit. So, before you get to that point, I think that's a very dangerous place to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but just let me mention that. Back to um, self-judgment. Self, self don't uh, don't condemn yourself because in the first place God Himself is not condemning you. Yeah. You know, He doesn't he, he does like it's like the Bible says God does not love the death of a sinner, right? That means He loves them. The Bible says, For God so loved the world. That loving the world is not for believers alone. He loved the world, both believers, unbelievers, sinners, people who do some anything wrong, you know, people who are without God. So the Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Yeah. So that means God Himself does not condemn us. Yeah. That's why I mentioned that woman I mentioned the other time, that woman of the adultery. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, Where are your people are people that condemn you? They've gone. Neither do I, right? But go and sin no more and all that. So that means that when you fall into a particular pit, mm-hmm. even though you should it should not become a habit, right? Because the Bible, the Bible says in the book of John, Jude rather, that um he is able to keep us from falling. Yeah. That should be our our home personal mantra as believers is able to keep us from falling. We should not, like I put it one day, it should not be when you fall as a believer, it should be if you fall. Yeah. 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 If you fall, it's then, right? So it should be conditional. It shouldn't be like when I fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He lifts me up when <laughs> I fall. That's not a Christian song. When, when you are saying God lifts you up when you fall, then you have come to be that you must fall. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. 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 So it should not be that too. But what we are saying is that if but adventure life is asking us that if you now make the mistake of going back to that mm-hmm. error, ensure that you don't judge yourself. Yeah. Ensure that you come out of it quickly. Because if you don't, you you gradually start drawing back to a steered conscience yeah. that I mentioned earlier. You start drawing back, and before you know it, just people that said that people that now say that oh, church is a scam, they were once believers. Yeah, they love true. God. They yeah. do all of this, but at the point, they just, you just see that they are no more. Why they were in school? They were burning for the Lord. You see them, everybody, praying for five hours in tongues. You see them there. But they finished school. Yeah. One year, two years, three years, and then 
brother is no more in the faith. Do you understand? Brother is no more brother. No more brother. Not a bro. Not a bro. You understand? So I think that don't judge yourself, because it's 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 part of the scheme of the devil. Yeah. To pull yeah. you out of the faith because it's a yeah. gradual thing. He tried to make you judge yourself. Because if you can get to that point of you judging yourself and then feeling yeah. like, oh, God God has left me. Yeah. God is no more with me. And by the way, when you fall into temptations, you make mistakes, the Holy Spirit is still with you. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is always yeah, there. The Bible much. says he's, he will be with us forever, abide yeah. with us forever. Yeah. But it's just that when you fall into temptation, then, and you don't quickly acknowledge coming back, yeah. you know, if rather, I say when, if yeah. you fall into temptation and you don't quickly acknowledge and run back to God, you know, do you understand? Then you can, you can now, in your heart, create a gap between you and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, by yourself, even though the Holy Spirit is still there trying to yeah. call you back, you by yourself, create a, a boundary between you and the Holy Spirit and then you are going, you are going out of, you are going out of, uh, of a safe place. So I think don't judge yourself. Find help, like I said. Open up. Come back to God immediately. If you if you fall, stand up. God help me. Always find help because it will it will give us help in time of need. Yeah. Do you understand? So okay. You know, I'm just going to pick up from something that he said, talking about um, creating a gap between yourself and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Now, when you, when you make a mistake, or if you make a mistake, thank you for that. <laughs> if you make a mistake. Because the truth is, as a believer, you actually do not have the capacity, the ability. It is not in your nature yeah. to sin. Yeah. You're not a sinner. Yes, you can make mistakes and commit sinful acts, but sin is not your nature. You do not have the nature of sin. So if, you know, such a thing happens, acknowledge, we've established the fact that you need to acknowledge that, yes, I've done this, and then seek, you know, immediately just talk to God, seek the Holy Spirit, seek for help, seek for strength, you know, do not allow the devil, oh my God, (laughs) you are in a continuous warfare Mm. with the devil and your mind. The devil, you see? finish his name. (laughs) I like my devil. (laughs) (laughs) The devil, you see, he he thrives on those vulnerable moments. He's waiting for those vulnerable moments and he makes it his playground. Mm. If you dwell too much on it, he will he would so press your mind and then you start having different thoughts. You know, you may start feeling like, oh, the you may start having feelings of emptiness. Yeah. You may begin to feel like, oh, I've, like Adam and Eve in the garden, you are naked. <laughs> mm. You know, you may begin to feel like, oh, the Holy Spirit has left. And, you know, things like that have a way of playing on your mind and your psychology and you just feel like, okay, it's all over. Mm. Then you start asking yourself, how do I... But the truth is, like you said, the Holy Spirit is always there. Once these things happen, um, acknowledge it, talk to Him, ask for mercy. Because the truth is, all of these things we overcome by the mercies and the grace of God, you know. And then speak up. There are some things that there are some mistakes that are like a an action for maybe habits that you're trying to overcome yeah. or habits that you thought that you have overcome, and you know, in a moment of vulnerability, you just go back to it right i've lost my train of thoughts yeah let's 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 take an example wait 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 i've actually lost my train of thoughts <laughs> sorry i'll pick up again i'll pick up again i'll pick up again I'll pick... there's something i wanted to say no there's something i wanted to say you're battling with your past a bit and then yeah speak up yeah all right speak up find yeah. someone to talk to yeah okay all right <clears throat> so there are some mistakes or some 
um, sinful acts that are like a reflection or an action from a habit that mm. you're trying to overcome mm. or an habit that you a habit rather that you've been struggling with yeah. which is why accountability is important yeah, yeah. if you open up to somebody and mm. you let the person know that somebody you trust someone that you trust because the truth is human we are humans and still talking about being judged and this is another reason why it is not good to judge people you make people close up when you judge them. You judge them. When you make people feel judged, they wouldn't want to speak up. That's why you have people who go through things like abuse, yeah. drug addiction, all of those things. People don't talk because they'll feel judged. And as believers, we shouldn't because we should draw people in, yeah. you know, in love and make them know that it is okay that you have made this mistake. It's, it's, it's fine, but you have to acknowledge this mistake. You have to repent from that mistake and walk towards not doing it again because where the problem will now be is if you now keep doing the mistake and you now feel like oh i've got for forgiveness mm, nah, that's, abuse that's abuse of grace and that just becomes a you're yeah. beginning to drift out of of god you're yeah. beginning to drift out of god so you know let's try as much as possible let's remember the key things acknowledge embrace the holy spirit don't give the devil space at all and talk to someone about it could be your pastor your friend anybody that you trust you know to hold your hand in that moment so quickly any final words all right so talking about um abusing grace i think i just remember the scripture now it says that shall we continue in sin Mm-hmm. Hope that grace you have time to finish that <laughs> that's the news God forbid yes, so exactly. that's just the line I want to yes, okay. so whenever you want to whenever I want to do some things just reevaluate it is, is this thing um, does this thing glorify God yeah. and you know some of us we do some things because we feel like we are just the only one there mm-hmm. for instance people who battle with pornography yeah. and the likes they have not acknowledged that God there is, is the presence of oh God. God yes, there. So yes. if you can think again that this thing I'm doing, God is here mm-hmm. and you want to watch it. The next time you think about it, and yes. you, you think about God, yes. you will not. I mean, so I if, if God was literally physically with you, yeah, would yeah. you actually would do you it? Have done that? Yes. Any final word? Okay. Um, to what you have said, I'll just add to that and then bring in the details too. I would say that, um, so if you're battling with, for example, the pornography you mentioned now, if you are married, because you can be married and be battling pornography, mm-hmm. well, but if yeah. you are married, as a man, talk to your wife about it. I feel some people still don't know how to open up, even in marriage. Mm-hmm. And if you are the wife, talk to your husband about it, right? Um, I'm not of the opinion um, of um, sex coaches trying to use pornography to train people and all of these things. Those are even we're not even going to we're not going to that to that part today, but let me just mention about mention that, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's uncalled for. So now be making a you're making you're getting them addicted into a bad terrain already. But that aside, I think that um, learn to open up to people and yeah. if you are not married, find someone that you trust that you can open up to. Yeah. If you want to open up to a counselor, yeah, yeah a counselor you open up to someone you can trust someone you can talk to and also people would like to judge um romans chapter 2 is there for you i will uh, it's a it's a capsule you need to digest God bless prescription you. two yeah. in the morning two in the evening <laughs> <laughs> okay interesting it's been an interesting one i feel like this is something that we could even keep talking about and yeah. talking about and talking about so for you that's watching and you are struggling with stuff 
uh, don't forget when if things like this happen to you acknowledge seek the Holy Spirit and talk to somebody about it you would see all, all the medicine you need is in Christ and that's just that's the truth that's the absolute truth no matter whatever therapy physical um, medicine whatever you do in the natural you need God you need Christ to make it work that's 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 the only truth as believers that's the only thing that we have and that's our biggest flex Jesus is our biggest flex I always say that you know it's been amazing thank you so much thank you for having Thank you so much, Leo. I look forward to having you again very soon. Why do I always have two pastors of it? <laughs> <laughs> two pastors. Father Lord, is that his thing? Anyways, don't forget, you can catch all our messages on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor FM. You can join us every Sunday on site from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Elomas Hotel 3 5 Emmanuel Street. Maryland, Lagos. You can also stream our services on Mixlr and YouTube. And you can join us on Bible study every Thursday at 7 p.m. We have Bible study on Google Meet and you can find the link on the bio of all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. We are everywhere. All right. <laughs> everywhere. So please join us for Bible study. It's always an interesting, amazing time where we just learn the word of God. Also, don't forget... If you have anything you'd like us to talk about, anything at all, anything you'd like us to talk about, any suggestions, things that you have, questions that you may have that you want us to address, send it to us at talktous at hisgreathouse.org. I'll take that again. Talk to us at hisgreathouse.org. Don't forget, POD every Tuesday, 7 p.m. And I'll see you next week, same time. Bye for now. Peace out. Again. <laughs> <laughs>